Welcome to Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero, host by me, Mark David Christensen. And me, Kate Thompson. And we got our second beer-tasting episode for you folks with two great guests. We got Sarah Claspell and returning guest? Is this our first returning guest? Uh, yeah. What an honor, Andrew. It's Andrew Stanton. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. You're a star. Congratulations. You are, dude. Thanks Welcome for back. Oh, it's great to be back. Here <laughs> yeah, in the studio. <laughs> back here in the studio. <laughs> Whoops. And it's nice, nice for me to be here in this studio for the very first time. Yeah. Sarah's never recorded in this studio ever. <laughs> ever. You got to set. You got to shed light on that. Shed light on that joke? Yeah. Oh, well, well Sarah. To is, plug the other podcast. That's true. Sarah's from the great podcast, which I uh, luckily enough get to engineer. And occasionally you'll hear my voice on it. Everything is Rent podcast, the podcast about the greatest musical of all time. Rent. Correct. <laughs> and uh, it uh, we record right here in this in this beautiful studio in downtown St. Louis. <laughs> we live in St. Louis. Beep, beep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. wild. In the podcast belt. You know. Yeah. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yes. You're hundred percent right. Uh, but we're here because we've have the second of six beers that Gigantic Brewing um, are doing, which are thematic with the Hellboy or characters from the Hellboy universe. And this week we have our Liz Sherman beer, yeah, which is a chocolate mole stout. Mm. Oh. Something, <laughs> anybody here have anything against a stout or a mole? No. no. Or chocolate? No. Okay, no, no, no. good. I picked the right people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I... Oh, go ahead. Keep going. Oh, yeah. It just says, I just wanted to give the little side thing on the side of this. It says, destined to light a fire in you. Experience the decadently sweet caramel and chocolate that slowly transitions to the heat of a myriad of peppers. Ooh. Wow. Cool. We're going to, yeah. So let's uh, crack these open, and then I'll have some questions for our guests as we pour it out and start to sip. Yeah, I was wondering uh, what the choice was for a chocolate with uh, with Liz because she is known for being a fire person. Yeah, <laughs> I guess just the mole element. Yeah, the, pe- the like peppers how, yeah. make sense. Getting in there. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. double stuffed Oreos for pairing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just How like the last testing episode, we were real good about pairing. <laughs> have it you was- had beers from Gigantic before? Are you guys like beer peoples? Or you like beer? You know what? Uh, when I, I I used to be like. Like in my, uh, I'd say like up up to like my mid, mid to late twenties, I was real into like craft beer and stuff. Yeah, like I had a beer of the month club and, mm. and all that shit. Yeah, you're um, like a Brooklyn guy, right? You like that brewery? Oh right? yeah, like Brooklyn Brewery. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I think my favorite uh, back then was a Heavy Seas. Oh yeah, it was like Baltimore based brewery that's had a lot like everything they brewed was really great have you had a gigantic beer before no i haven't yeah where are these from um portland oregon where like mike mignola the creator of hellboy is like from originally and like Ah. made the comic i think he lives in la now that's cool yeah yeah but so i guess like they must i don't know if they're like buds or something but i think for just for like marketing for the movie they made a bunch of products and this is probably the best one Mm. well the hot sauce might be great too. Yeah, I don't know. We'll but what I love about this is 
the hot sauce is very geared with the movie. Like the vi- the visuals on the packaging for the hot sauce are all from the movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, even though it's coming, it can't coincide with the release of the new movie. Yeah. All the art is like original art that Mignola created for the labels. Yeah. It's ah. not like they're lifting from like the comics and just pla- plastering cool. it on. He's actually, it's all custom. It might art. be for like 20, what it was like 25 year anniversary. Yeah, of the 25th comic too. anniversary. That, it might be for that in, rather than the movie. Yeah, you don't get the impression from the label that it's like a movie tie in. Yeah. Which yeah. is cool. Yeah, which is great. Thank God. Because <laughs> I don't know if either of you seen the movie at all. Uh, huh? No, because um, everyone said don't go because it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I heard that it was a real stinker. <laughs> Andrew was asking me, like, is David Harbour going to be, like, making more money now that he's, like, the titular character in a movie? And I was like, I don't think so after. Well, yeah, I was wondering if he was still going to be on Stranger Things because, like, can they can oh, they yeah. still afford to pay David Harbour? Like, Certainly. Because even, I mean, even if the movie didn't do well, he still got paid for it. And he still got paid presumably more than Netflix is going to pay him for that. Yeah. Right? I mean, but Stranger Things is like huge. Like, yeah, I feel like that would be. Are Netflix like super cheap though? I don't, I don't know. I, do. I, f- I feel like Netflix is cheap, but I don't really? know. I have heard yeah. the rumor with Netflix. I don't know the details of this and I hope to be on a show one day. So I'm sorry, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard they do. There's a lot of, I don't know if it's like, they are cheap. They find ways to cut corners, yeah. which I hear is a lot of sometimes the way they pay actors Bummer. as well. It's mm-hmm. not great. So it's like you might, I mean, I don't know how, where their money's coming from. I mean, just look at next time you, I was like surprised at how much content. That's like a, not yeah. even a new take on Netflix, but I am getting like overwhelmed off like how much new stuff hits like every week. Yeah, it's like they have a yeah. new show and five new movies <laughs> yeah. every week. How can it all be good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We just talked about um, Always Be My Maybe, which is on Netflix. Yeah. It's great, but it's it so another great. one that is like, this is a real, like, it was, it's was. it been in theaters, like, a little bit, like, limited run, um, and it looks like a real movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, they have a great in cameo it. in it. I haven't seen the movie, but I do know of the cameo yeah. of Keanu Reeves. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, oh, God. I was lucky enough. What did you scoff at that? <laughs> no, now I don't I have to see it because I didn't know. Oh, no, it's see like it. in the advertising. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. In the trailer, it's not like they hit it. Yeah. <laughs> but, let's try this. Oh, sorry. Oh no, what were you gonna say? Let's drink this beer. Yeah, let's take our first sip. Oh, I'll I took come a back. sip earlier. And <laughs> you I, mother. I, I really <laughs> casually took a sip. And I, did. <laughs> I didn't, wasn't thinking about it. Mm. The chocolate smell is very strong. Mm-hmm. But the last one we had, the maple oh. was very strong, but we liked the flavor. Let's see yeah. what we got here. Oh, you start getting the that pepper, pepper hits really, you. Oh, yeah. Really quick. Yeah. Uh-huh. It right. stays chocolate. in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Can I have an Oreo? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't oh, get yeah. in here. <laughs> it really does. It feels like maybe the chocolate in a sense, maybe I'm wrong because I don't, I don't, I've never crafted my own beer. Thank it you. feels like the chocolatey of the beer has coated my the back of my throat and that it's really up. hitting the back mm-hmm. of my tongue like right there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a, it's uh, a good taste together. Yeah. Yeah. It's really spicy. And the if spice isn't overwhelming at all. Mm-mm. It doesn't hurt. Uh-uh. Yeah. You know, which you know, is, it's not, it's not like, like pain. It's not like eating spicy wings or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or God forbid, really spicy hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing I'm that. At all. No, no, no. Yeah. We will probably die later today. <laughs> this is the like spiciest it. beer I've ever had, but for that, sure that's saying I don't, drink spicy beers do you ever have like a spicy cocktail or like do you like savory cocktails and stuff Um, like that i don't 
Uh, I enjoy them sometimes. Yeah. Not always. But yeah, I don't love like a super spicy like uh, Bloody Mary or something. Yeah. I'm not like a, into dirty martinis or anything. I mm-hmm. know a lot of people who like love that shit. Salt water, dude. You ever have any of that, any like a dirty martini? No, oh, I dirty. Really. I've never had it dirty, to be honest. Too salty for my blood. I yeah. don't really. I don't really drink. Uh, like I don't really drink. Yeah, you're not really cocktail guy. But this is good. I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's very tasty. I mean, the chocolate makes. I've I've had chocolate stouts before, mm-hmm. yeah. and I actually like them. I don't drink a stout regularly because they are heavy. They leave you like yeah. they that cliche of like. How beer is like drinking a loaf of bread. I feel like stout makes you feel like you yeah, like officially drink. Stout is like uh, a cake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is not super heavy though. It's not like hitting me really hard. Yeah, like like I'm. It's pretty light. Like when I like I always uh, expect like stouts and porters and stuff to be a lot thicker than this is. You know. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. This, like, is this is a lighter pretty, stout. Pretty I guess. Thin. Still. What's well, this like lacing here? Yeah, there's not much of it. In your beer of the month club, did it talk about stuff like that? Was it like, yeah, it's a mm-hmm. seven on a scale of something? Ugh. I don't know if it had like seven on a scale of something, <laughs> but it would certainly talk about like. Oh, so it wasn't a. It would certainly talk magazine. about like like how much how much foam, uh, like how much of a of a head you got on the beer. What would you say of this bad boy? It's it's pretty pretty thin. Yeah, yeah. Um, that my second big gulp of this. Really had the heat in the back. It yeah. like was like wow. Yeah, it, and okay. it, not overwhelming. Still, it was like mm-hmm. a good heat, and I was like, but it was like, oh, that's on. That turned on. They pretty exactly warned you of the on the bottle, of yeah. like what you're getting yourself <laughs> it's into. Be a little spicy. Here. It does. Um, maybe it's just me, but uh, it, it smells like grass to me. Grass, a like a hay sort of thing. Well, that, yeah, that makes sense totally. too because barley, wheat. That's where beer comes yeah. from. But so just more than re- uh, regular other beers. Yeah. I feel like it's interesting. I, yeah, it smells maybe like they a haunted hayride. Yeah. Maybe they tricked us. This Spooky. is just hay, hay beer. Are we drinking hay? <laughs> I like it. But am I a horse? It saying that though, like that. Yeah. saying like that, this would be like a beer that I think would be great in the fall. Because mm-hmm. it's a beer that I don't think is good. We're, we're, we're right now drinking it on a hot day. And I don't think this is a beer that I would like, like go for if it was a hot day. And like we're go, we're off. All the four of us are off to a pool party. I'm not um, grabbing this beer. Th- yeah, this is like mm-hmm. Christmas party. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Although, as far as like a stout goes, this is like light enough, and like something about spiciness I do associate with being hot out. I don't know why. Ah. I don't know why. Mm. To your Oreo and tell me what you think. Because it's hot out? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's Just hot out. because of the way I am mm-hmm. right now. Because, um, <laughs> you know, because spicy foods associated with warm climates. Yeah, I guess that's true. preservative. Yeah. That makes, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. They <sighs> use it as a preservative? Mm-hmm. Oh, I had no I idea. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm like an idiot, so I'm just like, <laughs> none of us know what you're talking about. So clearly, you're not you're the Say smartest something one as here. confidently as you can, and I um, guarantee I'll believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I think it's like, initially like people start using spices on food to to preserve them and make them last longer. Hmm. So places where it's warm, that's why they use spices. I heard it keeps you full longer too. Yeah, probably. spicy food. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've heard that. I'm also an idiot. All I know is that whenever I eat a gallon of ice cream, I 
just want more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Back to um, Always Be My Maybe, which I haven't watched yet, Mm. but I'm going to. You should. It's great. Um, Let's watch it now. Yeah, I, let's just turn pause. it on. <laughs> no, don't even pause. Go anywhere. Let's just do that. make them listen to us mm-hmm. watch it. Um, he, Randall Park, the week week or two before the movie hit Netflix and got released, also in a couple of theaters here because mm-hmm. I think in the Los Feliz Three down the street they were playing it, if not currently. And I got to do be part of a Q and A with him, which was really cool at my acting school that he actually went through mm. and sort of like. He just came back and decided to just do sort of like a very loose Q&A with the, with the uh, owner and founder of the, the school. Cool. And he was a very cool guy. He's very, he comes off far more shyer than the characters he plays, mm-hmm. which is very surprising, but not bad. He's very willing to, he's very open when like in the Q&A, but he, and he very was vocal about how he's that way. Yeah, he's really nice. Yeah, he seems very nice. Um, but one of the cool things is that movie was made in addition to like not seeing like, himself on camera like like Asian characters mm-hmm. he was like we need that of course representation but he was also like I never growing up and as an actor himself was like I've never could picture myself in a rom-com so but he was just like I want to be in one and yeah. that's why he that's made awesome. that movie he's <laughs> like I'm gonna put myself in a rom-com honestly that yeah. was one of the things about it that was really appealing is just like human looking people in it yeah like they're I mean of course like they're comedians so they're like they bring all of that to it and they're like super funny and just good actors in their own right. But like just not looking incredibly attract, like not being like yeah. 11s, you know, like being these crazy models or something. It just makes it more of a relatable story at all. Like, yeah, it is. Um, it's, great. it's interesting. Cause it's, uh, I feel like it very casually has such a great all Asian cast. Uh, whereas um, the last time that happened, I mean, it's, it's happened so few times, um, but like the last time was uh, on a, a big scale where everyone's talking about it is Crazy Rich Asians mm-hmm. and where it's constantly like this is all Asians in this cast, which is mm-hmm. great. Like um, uh, I'm I'm a quarter Asian and I do a show at UCB called uh, Asian AF, which is like a variety show and it's uh, really great and really special and important. But um, uh, always be my maybe is a like. It's yeah, I feel like it's it's so important and nice to see like Asian things happening and Asian people on TV, but it also is super relatable to everybody. Yeah, Um, I think that's my favorite part is like not just my Asian friends, but everyone I know who's seen it is super excited about it. My boyfriend saw it was like. I'll call him out. He's crying at it. <laughs> like Love really it. relating to it. You cried, Clay. You've been on this podcast. And Clay, we heard you that you now cried. <laughs> Everybody now knows that oh, Clay you cried. his nails. <laughs> I love that you realizing I who we're talking about together. you laughing for. Good old crying <laughs> yeah. Clay. He's yeah. so tough around us all the time. <laughs> now we know you cry. You might know him as Clay Larson. I know him as Cry Larson. <laughs> oh, Cry hey, Baby Clay. Yeah, Cry Baby Clay Baby. Good morning, Cry. <laughs> cry Baby Clay. Love it. Oh, this is so rude. Sorry, Clay. Uh, <laughs> very rude. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Um, yeah. That said, too. Um, oh my gosh! Now I'm la- I'm laughing at cry cry baby Larson. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost the train of my thought. Oh. Kate, take over. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been said a lot recently, but I will repeat it just out of being like the uh, like the hyper specifics of it, like of like not just the characters Asianist, but like the also the. Area specifics and yeah. like the like all of that like a more specific story makes it more relatable. Totally. Is, uh, like I, 
the person who I saw like doing, I, I might've mentioned that before, but the writer and, or the, excuse me, the artist of Love and Rockets wrote a book about that. He Love and Rockets is like this awesome comic book about these like two Latinas in the eighties in this like punk scene in LA. And so there's a lot of like very niche, like, or you would think like niche kind of things that might only appeal to like certain people, but it's like, he talks about how the specificity of that makes it so much more relatable than having to like try to this like mass appeal sort of a thing. Yeah, It feels more real and fleshed out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, that's totally how it feels. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. You literally took the thought out of my head, by the way. That oh, was good. Really, <laughs> you this took is why we're, we're good co-hosts. We're both wearing Hawaiian shirts. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> we gotta Whee! take a picture. Man. We will. Um, oh, God. But I do agree with that whole thing of like the more specific you go, you just end up being relatable. I feel like everything that fails in media wise or storytelling, if you try to go to a broader sense, it and this is, we're not saying anything new. It's just shown that if you go broader, it tends to lead us away from it. And we we're just like, I don't get it. Whereas if you just commit to one specific point of view. Because it's like, who the hell is this? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No like, one, who am I looking at? Because we're all flawed. I mean, that's the thing is I love like, it's cliche right now to even love this. I feel like to love this show, but Fleabag it's like, I love watching. It's not cliche. That shows the shit. It's I the best. It's great. It's just, I hear like everybody saying it. So then it starts to be feel like I'm just, if I'm like, even though I genuinely love that show, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like when you start feeling like you're saying it in a crowd, that's already saying it. You're like, yeah, whatever. Like, ah. it's a great show, but it's like that character's so flawed and therefore you find it relatable because they just lean so hard into showing like her specific point of view. Yeah. And I think that's what you're speaking of the show movie that I haven't yet to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but also speaking to that, <laughs> the diversity that we need, I'm going to swing this into Hellboy. Let's do so it. So the last movie had controversy before it got released. There was a character named um, Daimio, or Daimio? Daimio, right? Daimio. Yeah. D-A-I-M-E-I-O. Um, and I was trying to pull up his visual because I have two complaints about it. <laughs> oh, like <laughs> from have, the comic? Yes. So originally he was cast, it was like a white guy, mm-hmm. maybe European. And people were like, what the fuck? Because he's Asian in the comics. Yeah. It's like, why? And they, I remember like, hearing They weren't that, changing yeah. his name either. It was just like, mm-hmm. Ben Daimyo is going to be this character. And from the coverage of the movie, it seemed like the actor himself stepped down. And as opposed to like the production, the production. company being like, oh, you're right. We made a mistake. Like mm-hmm. it was that, like, that, that wasn't like, Ed, Ed Scrine. He was like a villain in it. one of the Fast and Furious, I believe. I think he got hired. And then everybody was like, what the hell? This character's Asian. What are you doing? Yeah. And he l- was smart enough to be like, and it's as it's also yeah, it's Kate like career wise, you don't want to be on a fucking like t-shirt with like Scarlett Johansson and like you don't want to be <laughs> yeah. like on yeah, that list don't. where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you fucked up, you're fucking up a lot. I a hundred percent agree with that, but I thought it was so. I was like glad they recast it and they cast it with uh, Daniel Day Kim, mm-hmm. who's a great actor. Movie's bad. He's great. <laughs> he is great. He is actually like he's also I, in um, always, always be my movie. Yes. Yeah, I do think he was perfect casting. It's just the movie, you know, has its faults. But my only big thing is I'm trying to find a really good visual of him. It's Dario. Can you look up? Yeah, it was it was at screen. Uh, yeah, that's what I. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Will you look? Are you trying uh, to look at the, okay. Daniel? Uh, Daniel Day Kim from Hellboy, like a still of his, so we can see his scar. Oh, I yeah, just want to yeah. show you guys the comparison of like what he looks in comparison to the movie and how they scarred him versus when you're introduced to him in the comics. And it's just 
I think this is playing in, I'm, I'm going off on this tangent because I think this plays into what Kate also hit on is how we sort of are in the age where it is a tendency to cast in a sense, the model look, the yeah. perfect, like we're attempting to do the perfect human. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's like the best picture I could get of yeah. his scars. But look at, so you could see his scars are just like, they seem to be very tame, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're over his face, but it's, he's still a hunk. Yeah. Yeah, right? And I'm not saying you can't cast a hunk, but this is what- He's extraordinarily hunky. He looks mm-hmm. like in the comic. And it's not like, it, like he's not grotesque except for that one part of him. I mean, he's got but like a two-face hole in his face where you can see his molars. Yeah, yeah, you could see his teeth. Oh, like, with and, his mouth closed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's also a matter of like, is that a f- financial thing for like, for that like- Production? For, yeah. No, but I mean, but look at, look at, like that. that's not really too crazy- yeah, like it could have been to, done. To, to to make that to create that effect in makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's also like he's not on every he's not in every frame. Like yeah, you can and especially him. compared to you know Hellboy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. That's the true. giant red yeah. demon <laughs> with the horns and the big hand. And shit. No, we're yeah. so sorry. We can't make that scar bigger. <laughs> oh, sorry, Hellboy's mm. got to sit for eight hours. That would take um twenty minutes. Hot. We don't have it. But don't. yeah, like, like, it would take more than twenty minutes. I, <laughs> I mean, like when when not, not that I really know about the character, but I, I'm gonna go ahead and, and guess that him being heavily scarred probably figures into his character yes. and his story in a, in a bit. 100%. And, and to have it, ju- and, and, I, and I would imagine like the grotesqueness of it probably specifically too. Yeah. Yes. So mm-hmm. so does having it just be a couple scar, pretty normal looking scars in his face probably undercuts the whole point of them being there? Yeah, and they underplayed because we haven't gotten to this character yet. Mm-hmm. Um, in the or comics, for Kate, no. Because mm-hmm. I've read ahead and I've read more than Kate. But also, he turns into, spoiler for you guys that haven't seen the movie, he turns into like a were-jaguar in the movie. Sure. Oh, God. Obviously. It's pretty sick, dude. <laughs> it's actually very cool, but I w- I don't have the, the images ready ele- readily available right now for the comic book version, but the comic version's so more like fucking crazy and like out there um, and design-wise. It's like a wise. disgusting monster. It's like And it's really like, it's just sad thing. to be like, they're just like, Jaguar, you know what yeah. I mean? A man turns into a half man, half jaguar, and it's fine for what it is, I guess, on its base level. Mm-hmm. But it's like disappointing that they didn't go where, like, he, yeah. are you saying because he looks source. more animal than monster, kind of a thing? Yeah, there's more to him. I wish I, we'll get there. I haven't, like, yeah, has, I haven't like, really seen him in. I've like, seen like stills, of weird like a things coming off the side. It's like a combination of animal and like, like H.P. Lovecraft. Cool. You know what I mean? I'm excited to it's see. Not it. just basic. See where animal you know what i mean yeah yeah and i i don't know it just you had me that i mean our weird discussion not our weird discussion but our discussion about how great this rom-com is this new rom-com with randall park and just it gets me going i'm like eh, those little i felt the same way um i read all the uh, game of thrones books and felt i mean there's uh obviously things that they change about that but like Tyrion gets like his face he like ha- his nose gets cut off. I heard a big chunk of his lip too. Yeah, like, he huge loses chunk like of his half lip. his upper lip. Yeah, and he already even before then when um when he was cast as um uh, who's the guy that plays Peter Dinklage. Yeah, when Peter yeah, Dinklage, the guy's like a hot dude to play. Totally, yeah. it's like the in the books he's described as like kind of a already like n- not handsome. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, he's like heads all misshapen. Yeah. And, 
Mm-hmm. He's got two different color eyes. Yeah. And then uh, Peter Dinklage is the character and you're like, but he's just. He's, he's a short, model, but yeah. that's that's all. That's but the only way. He's just this this cool, sexy guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he gets mauled, I was like, okay, now they're really gonna do it. His nose is gonna come off. He's gonna look totally grotesque. And it's like, no, he's just got a cool <laughs> yeah, scar. It's like neat. Oh, yeah. but that's just guess what? Still, still hunky. Yeah, like they're they're just so afraid to have people look jacked up and mm-hmm. nasty. You know, like with this, I guess because they just still want to have Daniel Day Kim be. Like handsome, sexy, handsome. Yeah, yeah. Take him. Yeah, and they do uh, sort of like, even though me and Kate didn't agree this, but who we saw it with, uh, from the previous episode, uh, we went with Beth Appel, my girlfriend, and Johnny Meeks. Beth was very certain that they were like setting up this love romance between his character and this younger character, Alice. We didn't really see it, but if they mm-hmm. were, it's like that makes sense. They need him to look hunkier, so you believe she'll be into him. And I it's guess. just like, oh boy. Has no one seen Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> right. <laughs> just walk through life. There are people we all find somebody. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. just saying. Yeah, there was a version there's a television version of Beauty and the Beast where the beast like it's basically had cool scars. No, no, no. So, a a oh, more recent one, one oh, where he had like beastly. little twirlies. Isn't that, it called like, Beastly? I maybe. I think it's called Beastly. But, but it's the uh, same situation where it's like you're supposed to be the whole point of this story is that he's bad to look at yeah. and she still likes him. I wonder if networks are like we don't want to uh, for it to be like too distracting. Maybe. I guess. I feel like it's it's more distracting for someone who is attractive uh, on screen and everyone to be like, oh, how disgusting. You hideous monster. Like, yeah. Yeah. You guys are all <laughs> acting not very well because this person yeah. is attractive. Yeah. You're gorgeous. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? This person's hot as yeah. shit. I was watching the most recent Black Mirror <laughs> Uh, the has anybody watched the three the newest episodes? They're, I am way behind on that show. There's just like one Same. where it's like a girl is uncool at school, but she's like a model, and it's just like no, dude. And it's not a take on it, like sort of like what's the old Twilight Zone, the Eye of the Beholder. Where oh, where they they're pig people. They're, hit, they're pig people, but it, she's, no, it's not. And like she's that hideous, but she's that's sad. It's it's crazy that um whenever someone who has like a normal body type or isn't like has a model face gets cast in something, yeah. the whole world is like, can you believe that this person got cast? <laughs> what an amazing feat we've done. What a brave woman. Yeah, and then, they, and then the very next movie that shoots it is like, yeah, this girl's unpopular. It's like, well, she's still very um, fit yeah. and yeah. beautiful. She's traditionally yeah. attractive as hell. And like, no one likes her because she do, she has old pants. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I hate yeah. people who have old pants. I mean, to be fair. I'll, I'm going to come right out and say it. You go swirly to every person. Pants. Yeah. If you try to come up to me and you have old pants, I don't care how <laughs> don't. hot you are. I'm going to act like you're not. Do you guys want some more mole? Yeah, pass some, some more mole. That's very that's very funny. Because a lot of people have won awards, especially for um, uh, female actors. I feel like they get awards for like uglifying. That's the only way I'm gonna call it. Like yeah. when like Charlize Nicole- Theron, yeah, monster dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then yeah, it's very interesting. And they're like, wow, you made oh, us thanks. care about an uggo. <laughs> <laughs> Some days I wake up and I feel like I look like Charlize Theron and monster. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm flipping it. Like if I have like if I didn't shower for like two days and I can like grease my hair back, I'm like, woof. Man, <laughs> does this mean I could look like Charlize Theron if I put some I, work in? I would say so. No. 
All right, what's nice that? <laughs> no, she is. I've seen her once in person, and I was like, oh, yeah, you are as beautiful as the screen says. She's so, yeah. They all are. Yeah. I feel like anytime I meet an actor in, in real life, um, I'm always, no matter whether they're like a heartthrob or just a normal, um, you know, someone who's not supposed to be like the ingenue or the hottest person, I meet them and I'm always like, you look so good. Yeah. Yeah. Because even um, the baseline always. is like it, the hottest yeah. person. You see, in it depends school. on the context in which you meet them, I guess. Well, that's what do you probably mean? true. Like, let's say you meet them when they're shopping at the Home Depot. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> Who did you meet looking shabby at Home Depot? Oh, like looking shabby? Uh, like, Give Sherry O'Terry was like, like okay. arguing with like a coworker of mine. <laughs> he was wrong. He was like being a dick. Okay. And like I was like, oh, let me. And I didn't know who it was. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh man, he's having trouble with this woman. Let me just step in, let him go because we were real busy. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to her for a second. I was like, oh man, this is Sherry O'Terry having just come from the gym, I guess. <laughs> wow. Like, she's she also very, like, she was, she was nice. I'm sure. Yeah. Any uh, celebrities come and pick up some lumber? Lumber, I don't know. I avoided that area. Oh, He's paint, okay. He was paint section. You're paint. Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't. I don't work there anymore. You saw like, some good right. ones though. You saw some big people. Good paints. Good paints. Yeah, good, yeah. good paints. <laughs> Anybody pick great a, swatches. Pick Any, a bad color. Like you're like, oh, shouldn't do that. Oh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People would like pick a color for their bedroom. And be like, whatever, dude. Because <laughs> uh-huh. they think you're like a color expert, right? <laughs> yeah, and like I, I, I would say to people a lot. I eventually, like sometimes I'd get frustrated enough to be like. I don't care what color your living room is. <laughs> I'm not coming over. My favorite is when you're like, people are like, uh, I need like as much for my living room. And you'll be like, what the fuck size is a living like, room? Cool. Like, I don't well, know. Yeah. I don't know how big your living room is. <laughs> <laughs> like go for ahead. a living room. Like, like a living room. Regular living room. Like go ahead and assume that I haven't been to your house. I wish I could have a camera <laughs> in your assume. work. <laughs> <laughs> we all know I have, but let's just pretend I've never pretend been to your house. All right, I'll get in your truck. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're almost to the 30 minute mark, I'd like to ask our guests, what what are you? What is your relationship with Hellboy? If any, yeah, <laughs> if any, if it's any. okay if it's zero. Yeah, uh, but what is your knowledge, or have you? Uh, what's your relationship, whatever degree, to with Hellboy? I um, I'll start because mine will, will be probably the most minimal. Um, I've never read a Hellboy comic, but I know who he is because my boyfriend reads comics. Dave, I hang out with you all the time, so I know that this is an important podcast to you, so I'm <laughs> aware of who, who Hellboy is. Yeah, I make it very aware to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and recently, not in relation to being asked to be on this podcast, made my boyfriend tell me <laughs> what Hellboy's story was. Oh. I was like, what is his deal? He has horns, but he doesn't? <laughs> I did a girl like that, and he's like, no, he cuts them off. And I'm like, what? Why? How? What is he? Um, and so I, stopping you real quick. Yeah. Can you right now try your, I want you to treat us like chill, like three Mm -hmm. kids. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, what's Hellboy? How do you explain (laughs) Hellboy to us three? Okay. So Hellboy um, was born because like a, I think a nun witch um, had, um, uh, uh, had the baby of a demon. Something like that. 100% right. And then. You're on the right um, track. Okay. And then. I uh, and then the baby was Hellboy, and he got yeah. um, taken by 
Uh, he was like supposed to be for bad. Yes. <laughs> he was supposed to be like the downfall of Earth for some reason. Who knows why? <laughs> and then, um, but the allies got him um, and they trained him to be good. And so he has a conscience and he wants to be good, but he has the powers to be bad. Hell yeah. You nailed it. <laughs> okay. This is one. Yeah, this is it. like the Wikipedia and page. And he has Great. horns, but he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't. <laughs> he chooses not to. And he has a big hand because he wants to. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal with the hand is. It's like the key to the apocalypse. He got stung yeah. by a bee. It's like a, it's, <laughs> we're, in the hand. comics, we believe it's a key to ending the, the ending the world. It's the key to the, to the apocalypse, as Kate yeah. said. We have yet to figure out. I don't know if it's a literal key or what. Yeah, or symbolic, but yes. So we shouldn't go sticking at any holes that look like hand size. Yes, that'll be the key to unlock the apocalypse. It's probably just like he uses it to smash open a little glass case that has a key in it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's like in case of apocalypse. In case of apocalypse, (laughs) unlock with this little tiny key. That's pretty much what you know about Hellboy, right? Well, you you talked a little bit about it before. Since since I was last on the podcast. uh, my relationship with Hellboy has increased in that uh, we I played the game with that's right. with oh, that's you true. guys plus Clay the other day. That's right. Our second case ever. Mm-hmm. And that, I did, I was like a child explaining all the minis to Andrew, <laughs> like, this is what this guy does, and he's this. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was a lot of fun. I liked it. Yeah, uh, it's a good game. Yeah, so I, I it's do. It's complicated as shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I can assume since being on before when we had you read, what issue do the we Varkalak. have? The Varkalak. The Varkalak. What a name to remember. Between. Yeah. Andrew's, Var- Andrew remembers everything. Dude. A little encyclopedia over yeah. there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Between Varkalak and that game, mm-hmm. had you not read any other Hellboy? Uh, no, I've never, I've never read any other. Okay. Did you my see other- the Guillermo movies? Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I had the same question for Sarah, so that's yeah, okay. I saw the first one, and I talked. I talked about it on the uh, on the Varkalek episode. Okay. Yes, cool. yes. Uh, seeing that uh, that first Hellboy movie that came out. Sweet. Yeah. Was, Have you seen the Hellboys? Mm-mm. Haven't You're seen a big one. blockbuster moviegoer, so I'm surprised you hadn't seen this. Uh, yeah, I um I do like to go see big blockbusters, but I usually go because everyone around me is like, "We're going." Yeah, we got to see. We're gonna this. talk about it, and then I'm like, "Yeah, of course I'm gonna go see." I mean, of course, I'm going to go see Avengers, but usually someone else organizes it. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm going to see Spider-Man, a bunch of other people. But no one around me has been like, I'm organizing. We're going to go see Hellboy. But I would absolutely go see it. But- Sweet. All right. Well, no, I don't think there ever will be another one. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be streaming in like 45 minutes. I saw the like special edition Blu-rays for it. Yeah. And they the boxes look today. cool. Mike yeah. and y'all drew one. One. Yeah. One of What's the wrong with the movies? Did um, they get like, is it the, the acting, the directing, the writing? What the first, Are you asking in general all of them or just the most recent one? Because mm. you said movies, so. Let's say the most recent one. I mean, we have, we Dave have. has a bigger problem with the Guillermo movies than most mm. people. But a lot of are, people like them. But in comparison to the new one, they're great. Oh, yeah, dude. They're closer oh, wow. to what I think the comic book is. Okay. I think the newest one just misses the tone of the character yeah. a little bit. Like... He's supposed to be a very like human relatable character. Like you said, he's good, even though he has the capacity to be bad. And that's mm-hmm. like a huge element in the comic. It's like the thesis statement of the comic. And then the movie, while they like harped on, you know, like like, like they were the like lead character, the like lead villain is like, help me 
take over the world and start the apocalypse going. It's going to be great. He says it's more confusing. He's just like not as overtly a good guy or like Mm -hmm. empathetic or whatever. Like all these other things that I think that like would you say he's chaotic neutral instead of chaotic good? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Would you say that uh, he might even be Andrew? You're better at this. Like <laughs> at alignments and stuff. Well, I mean, I don't know the character that well. So. <laughs> He's pretty lawful. Know. He might be like chaotic okay. lawful. Yeah, I mean, does he follow neutral. a code? Pretty much. He has. A, I mean, I don't know. He's got his own way of doing things. It's not like he's lawful doesn't necessarily mean like following the letter of like any given law. But I think the Guillermo's. I was at least more clear in what his what his rules were for himself. Right. Um, the comic book, I think it's very clear. But then the the newest one, I was like, I don't know. He could do anything, and it probably would fit in with the rest of this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he could it's take a like, shit, and then you know. he could take a shit in the they movie. They just try to make him like, like have oh, cool one liners <laughs> and shit. Like they prioritized like him saying cool shit, but it didn't really like fly. Like just the writing wasn't uh, where I would have they liked it to be. Sounds like they just didn't make him sympathetic or likable. Really, yeah. yeah. Concentrate too much on making them cool. Yeah. And throwing a lot of stories. Like they threw like a bunch of storylines in one movie. Yeah, dude. It just cluttered. It's a cluttered movie, is the best way I can. Put it. Uh, I feel like there, there, there's so much focus on, uh, are people just being like, oh, well, people recognize the property. And if we put things in there, the people who recognize the property will, will see and, and get the reference. That's enough. hundred percent. Yeah. They're like, well, let's just throw as much hell, as many Hellboy specifics in there as mm-hmm. we can without, uh, without respect to the, uh, to what the story means or respect to who the characters are. Just the fact that it's Hellboy and he's on the screen is enough for people. Yeah. That's what they hope. And it yeah, doesn't work out. I mean, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe the movie will do really good overseas and they'll make another one and it'll be good. But maybe I dude. think, I don't think it did. I think yeah. they've officially closed the domestically. Oh, yeah. It did garbage. I don't it know. like did less than half of its yeah. um, oh, fucking production costs. When did it, yeah, when did it come yeah. out? Because like, I, I have like a really warped perception of how time passes. So like, April, <laughs> so, like, holy shit. <laughs> what month you is fall it now? For days <laughs> uh, June, my friend. <laughs> what happened to me? I'm drinking my second one of these and it's feeling pretty cool. Yeah. I'm really liking I it. I still dig it. It's not like super carbonated. Is that an element of beer that is a well, paid attention to a lot? Beer carbonated? Yeah. Yeah. But not, I'm thinking of carb, but it's not the high, it's not there's like no high soda. carbonation. Yeah, yeah. It's not Insofar like far as it's like level of bubbliness. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like, uh, Andrew and I went to England one time to do an improv festival and mm-hmm. we drank a lot of English beers there and they're pretty flat. They're All of them are flat as shit. Oh yeah. I mean, their mm-hmm. beer is made in such a way to, so that you can drink a lot more of it. Yeah. Um, it's like, like lower it's, alcohol. Yeah. It's lower alcohol and it's. It's lower carbonation, so like it drinks easier, and like they give it to you at room temperature. So it's just like it's made so you can just like pound them back, fucking like pound, pound like, and yeah. it's always served in like a much bigger glass too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so they yeah. all have big buff Popeye arms. On yeah, well, they all side. had. Um, uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of beers in in uh, the UK as well. But oh, cool. um, for a long time, it was like bars had to close at like eleven. Or oh really? Maybe, maybe it was midnight. Oh. Well, well, we, but I think it was because uh, the subways stopped running, oh. and they just recently started running overnight. But like uh, everything closed early. Oh well, well, we're it was like only six years ago we were there, mm-hmm. so like twenty, and at that point they were the London still just shut completely down. Yeah, like, 
10, so I wonder 11. if that's part of the like them building their beer of like, yeah, we got to get people to drink a hundred beers. Oh well, <laughs> before, uh, well, it's because like, strikes. Well, yeah, like, uh, like in, in Europe, uh, like the reason there's so much so much drinking culture there is because it's cold and shitty a lot. Mm-hmm. So people are inside. inside all the time. Yeah. But yeah, it is that so that's what like pub culture is or how it started anyway. It's just people finding something to do inside yeah. all the time. It's like what else do we do? Yeah. Right. Uh where'd you go in the UK when you went? Uh I've been to London and Edinburgh and uh Dublin. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And beers that you like went around where you were like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. try all these beers. Well, I went uh the first time I went, I was just out of college. Cool. Um and yeah. That's so, a very fun beer time to go. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> um, and it really made me, it, uh, I'm going to the UK, I was like, going to England, I was like, oh, I like beer. Yeah. I didn't like it before. Yeah. And drank a bunch there. I was like, oh, beer can be delicious. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really fell in love with some beers. Cool. I, mm-hmm. I think that might even be where like my, uh, where like my relationship with beer stepped off. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like, when, cause like I said earlier, like in my like mid twenties or so, I was like, I was real into like craft beer. And then mm-hmm. I feel like probably sometime after that is when I lost interest in a lot of American <laughs> Well, you beer. loved mm-hmm. that. You also loved the beer there. Oh, yeah, I really yeah. did. Is it because yeah. you came back to America and I you're like, like, oh, this isn't as good. These are bad. This yeah. isn't as good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This mm-hmm. is like drinking Pepsi that yeah. tastes like corn. <laughs> oh, these two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a corn soda. <laughs> that's the description on the next beer. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's my current relationship with beer anyways. Now I exclusive. I, I basically just drink whatever beer is free. You'll have like mm-hmm. a beer usually. Yeah. I'll like have a, like if, if I'm like, a at, lager. like if I'm at, at the theater or something, they have like the free Bud Lights in the fridge. Yeah. I'll get a, I'll have a couple of those. Sure, free they're free. They're free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used Not to my say favorites, but that, that was my diet of like I'm. Tr- I eat healthy unless the food is cheap or free. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever's free tastes best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So, before we get to rating this or ranking and rating okay. the beer, Andrew, after playing the board game, mm-hmm. would you now read more Hellboy? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like the way, like, because like you guys were saying the. Uh, like like the tone and the feel of the of the game, uh, I guess captures the the comics real well, and you know it was pressed a lot of buttons for me. I, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it has a lot and, of like uh, Lovecraftian shit, and like mm-hmm. it's like old timey horror sort of kind of situations happening all the time. Yeah, and like he's such a like Mignola, the creator of the comic, incorporates a lot of like real lore and like folk tales and and stuff like that like i think it would check like like you said it checks a lot of boxes i think you would really like it and uh yeah and when we played the game i i played as johan kraus Mm -hmm. and now i think that's a cool character he is cool yeah he's very cool that's so funny that that's your introduction to him well yeah well i mean like um well i play a lot of like role-playing games yes yeah and uh and and i'm always uh, like my my goal is always create with those is to create a character that I would like to read a book about. Like uh, if there was a book about this character, I would like to read it. Can you tell and them it's about like the your... opposite? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, there is a book about this character. Johan reminds me of a character. Can you tell them about your character in your, I forget what that space uh, game is called. Uh, yeah. I played yeah. this uh, sci-fi RPG. It was like space opera RPG called scum and villainy. And uh, one of the, the classes in it is pilot. 
And like the whole, the whole it's it's a it's a game. It's based off the uh, the Blades in the Dark system. If you're familiar with that, but um, it's like a you have like a crew as well as your individual characters. Like all the players are a crew, so you have like a like features and stats for your crew too. Mm-hmm. And like a. Mm-hmm. It's like a much more narrative game. It's not there's not as much math and shit as like D and D, for example. Right. Uh, but um, like there's only six sided die, right, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. At the most you're ever, you ever, the most math you ever do is like how many dice, how many six sided die do you roll for this turn. But anyway, uh, but my character was a Higgs, who was a uh, a spacesuit. Uh, was a, <laughs> was an artificially intelligent sentient spacesuit cool. inside the spacesuit was the skeletal remains of like his former owner. Oh, I love that. So, yeah. The That's pre- cool. Yeah, yeah. So the premise with Higgs is that like the, like the, uh, uh, Rex Mead, the hero space pilot who had owned this prototype suit that was designed to like take over in the event of a crash or something, uh, malfunctioned, he crash landed and died. And then <laughs> one of the other characters was like a, like a hacker mechanic guy. And like, so our backstory is that he like found Higgs and the planet and got him in working order. So now Higgs is a walking spacesuit who is the pilot. Of the <laughs> That's good. awesome. Yeah. It's very, uh, it like made me think a little bit of Krauss. I was totally. thinking about Higgs the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> playing Krauss. I'm like, oh, it reminds me so much of Higgs. Yeah. And he, I he's probably that. my favorite character I've ever played in an RPG. So. It's a cool character. He hasn't yeah. been like super fleshed out yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you witch. Never mind. Sorry. I was going to try to make a joke about it, but I had uh, one and a half beers. You're trying to make um, a joke about him being brain like ethereal and like a yeah, 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 ectoplasmic yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. Fl- we haven't flushed him out because he right. has no flesh. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Uh, <laughs> we got there. I, uh, uh, I've been silent because I don't know who the, who's Klaus? Kraus? Johan yeah. Kraus. Is, there's an organization that Hellboy works for. It's called BPRD. stands for Bureau of paranormal research and defense. Mm-hmm. And he is a guy who was a medium in the middle of doing like leaving his, his current, his body and going to the ethereal, like playing like a seance. seance. Uh-huh. Some big event happened, which knocked him out of his body and killed his, destroyed his body and all the other people that were at the table. Okay. So he's now just, he's alive, but he's only in this ectoplasmic form. Mm-hmm. So they've created like a little suit for him to, to wear and to do cases. Oh, if you look right now from the table over there in the corner of the bu- the box, the blue character, okay, that is Johan. <laughs> cool. Everybody look at your so far away. This is like an eye test, dude. Everybody look. If you look twenty feet in that direction, I must have good vision because that can see it clearly. <laughs> Cover your left eye. Okay. <laughs> I read blue guy, okay, red guy, black box. All right. You, All right. you got well, it. You can drive a semi you now. Drive you can drive a semi? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That's all it takes. <laughs> I got to go, guys. I got a bunch of places uh, to naturally, take a semi to. <laughs> oh, my God. Naturally, Sarah, are you a comic book reader or is that a medium that you really don't venture into very much? Um, I don't really venture into it a lot. I've read uh, Saga, which oh, yeah. I really like. Saga's great. Saga's great. Yeah, it's one of my um, But at the encouragement of Clay, who reads a lot of comic books, he's like, you would love Saga. Yeah. And I picked it up and really loved it. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Good one. Yeah. And so after having Clay explain Hellboy and now drinking mm-hmm. one of the beers, would you read <laughs> Hellboy? <laughs> okay. Um, he's explained it. I've drank this beer. Um, I really, uh, I would be curious to to pick up Hellboy. It's hard to um, 
figure like I feel like comics are kind of hard to get into if you didn't grow up reading them yeah. because it's like, do I start from the first edition or do I start now? Like, I feel, I feel the same way about drag race where, um, yeah. I want to watch drag race. And I started I've seen on episodes. season six and I'm like, I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah. Here. Yeah. And everyone that I tell this to is like, you gotta start from the beginning. And I'm like, okay, well it's a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. like, like, I love when I do enjoy it. I, yeah. When I see an episode, mm-hmm. I'm really loving it, but I, right. Yeah, it's an intimidating amount of content to like do, especially when there's a lot of other stuff to watch and probably 11 people are telling you to like read this whole canon of whatever the fuck. And it's yeah, it's a lot. But I I like um, I love the artwork of Hellboy. I think it's really cool. Yeah. And um, uh, I I love the Lovecraftian stuff about it. I love that it's like kind of minimal, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh That's what they that's what Mignola is like known for is being yeah. minimal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really simple and clear. Yeah. In a very simple, clear way gets across um, what's happening. And I think it, it looks cool. So uh, totally if I good. were to read comic books, yeah, I'll start. I'll start reading some Hellboy. You have like an right. amazing understanding of the comic without ever having read <laughs> yeah. it. I got to tell you. You really Like do. with the whatever, like whatever Clay mm-hmm. told you this bit. And then just. I also, yeah. I like looked it up online a little bit and like saw more panels mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Don't give the credit all to to cry crybaby Clay. <laughs> okay. Hey, also the amount of research you, I mean, and you liked it too. I don't know. It's yeah. great. It's I a have great a comic. question Everyone for you. <laughs> Before we, I, I keep putting off the ranking and rating of this beer, but for you, mm-hmm. I sent along when I, I emailed you guys later today. Did you get a get a chance to read those panels I sent you at all? Yeah, or oh. glance over them. I it's didn't get the okay. Oh, you did? Oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck. I might have given uh, you the. About it. Okay, Sarah, off of those emails mm-hmm. that I sent you, just the one panels, can I have the bottle real fast? Oh, sure. Can you tell us Liz Sherman's, just off of what you read, Liz Sherman's origin or what her deal is? Sure. Um, hold on, I'm pulling up the email. Very <laughs> good. Oh, I was just like, well, this no, bottle I'll, is I'll so show cool. it to uh, Andrew. Oh, if you Andrew, wanna, yeah. Because I think it got sent to the wrong email address, but if you want to read through those, you don't have to. Right. Um, oh. I think Liz. Uh, is a girl who uh, has a fire power and can't control it. Uh-huh. And she's afraid of it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And you know what? Hellboy is not afraid of it. No. Because he's at least half demon. Heck so. yeah. Fireproof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's you like, did it. You, you gotta get it. out of here. Are you afraid of me? And he's like, no. <laughs> Hell no. I'm fine. I'm cool. <laughs> I love it. And then they become best friends? Yes. Pretty they're like very yeah. close. Yeah. I would say it's more like big brother, little sister. Mm-hmm relationship yeah which in the movies they made it a romance which you can like or you can't but whatever yeah i prefer the comic book Mm -hmm. relationship sure um but why is she um on the bottle this hellboy bottle um why is she wearing a cross she it's something she wears all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She I, never go. They never go into her like religious background or yeah. whether or not she is. She like mm-hmm. never talks about it. It's just honestly, a lot of it is just from like the little excerpts of like the intros and stuff like that, that like Mignola will write before a comic. A lot of the stuff is just like some shit that he thought looked cool and was like, I want to keep this element of it. Like the right hand mm-hmm. of doom kind of seems like it started like that. Mm-hmm. Like he just thought it was a neat thing to have this like big bludgeoning kind of fist. Yeah. Right yeah. End of doom. And then it, it seems <laughs> like he kind of like retrofitted this like story onto it. So, I mean, honestly, I, I'm sure he has a reason behind it, but there's never one given in the comic. Not that we're aware of yet. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
I she would just has suggest, a cool choker. It was like yeah. the 90s, you know? It was like 94. And yeah. he's like, I'm going to slap a choker on this lady. Sure. And she with, was like always smoking a cigarette in the early ones. With not having a thorough answer to give, I would just also assume that they, uh, as agents of this bureau, when they go on cases, they all have, like Hellboy has pouches that are full of trinkets and little things that can help against paranormal activities. It could be just something that she always wears in case True. she's up against something. In the like film. if a vampire mm. comes at her or something just like that. Yeah, it just is an aperture pick device. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like a little utility belt kind of situation. <clears throat> she's just got it ready. Yeah, that's uh, that's like a that. that's like a cool uh, a cool detail to have. Like um, these like uh, like it, it, agents who are geared up, have like guns and shit and powers who are geared up to like fight demons but then they also have these little like uh like pieces of like folklore that they still use and it has say it like in the comics there'll be times where he's like trying to shoot something and it doesn't work and he's like let me try this and he gets like a little like talisman and it saves him or whatever like it's it's really cool this bottle is so pretty i can't stop looking at it it's a very pretty bottle besides i mean vignola's art is obviously friggin' awesome but just whoever does the graphic design of this bottle like a gigantic you guys are really Mm -hmm. killing it the colors they use are very great they're almost reminiscent of dave stewart if he didn't color this and i assume he didn't so i don't know i wonder yeah it'd be fascinating if they bother he's the colorist that works on like all the hellboys and he's amazing Mm, it just looks cool Cool. So let's uh, give our final thoughts on the beer and ring and rate it. What, what do we was want the to rating rate it system it? on the last one? It, it was, was like out of like thirty. Yeah, it was arbitrary. Like sixty-seven or something. It was. It was nonsense. It was yeah. just like so we just made it up. What do we want to do? What do we want our rating system to be for uh, Liz Sherman beer? Um, what out of what? <laughs> uh, so we want to do flames out of six six out of six flames six out of six flames six, I love yeah, it. Sure. for six 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 or uh, yeah. cross chokers <laughs> yeah. i actually love six out of six cross chokers okay sure yeah. <laughs> great uh who'd like to start um i thought it was really great i probably am not gonna lean towards a spicy beer in general um but as far as like a spicy beer goes i dug it i would say like just for me personally like a like a three out of six, just because it's while I enjoyed it while I was drinking it, I might not pick it up first mm-hmm. the next time I'm drinking something. Unless I'm unless it's like a really specific thing I'm looking for. Or I know somebody who's like, mole, I put mole on everything or whatever. Yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. Uh I, I I'd agree. I'd go three out of six for basically the same reason. Uh I mean I, I enjoy the flavor of it. It does taste good. Like the the chocolate, the stout tastes good. Mm-hmm. Uh the spiciness, the spicy aftertaste. Uh I, I'm not super crazy. You're not a spice head. Yeah, I'm not I'm not big into spicy stuff in general. I'm not super big into lingering aftertastes mm-hmm. in general either. You know, like even if it's something good, I'm like, all right. You're done <laughs> with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop it, food. Yeah. Um, I chewed you and I'm done. Maybe yeah. like a 3.5 for this uh, high alcohol by volume. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I'm a love, party I love they're all like 6.66, except for the last oh, one. I didn't even realize very, that. Very much fun. higher. Very fun. All right, Sarah? Um... I would I would probably go a three as well. It's it's like an occasion beer. Yeah. You're not gonna I'm not gonna like go to the store and be like, oh, I'm just gonna um drink a six pack of this like on yeah. a regular basis. But I might bring it to an event on like a chilly night. Mm-hmm. Um if I'm having a party and I'm like, you guys, let's try this fun beer. Yeah. That's when I'm gonna I break it out. But yeah, it's it's a little spice. 
It smells like grass. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's a good New Year's trip to Big yeah. Bear. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is a perfect Big Bear beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Bring it to the cabin. This weird thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think? think I, I'm gonna go a little higher. I think. Cool. Get it. Not because I would drink it more and more. I just think off of the flavor, I actually think that it's incredible that they pulled it off. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. That it's a it's a tame. The heat is so tame in the back of my throat that it, if I was eating something else with this, it feels like it would waken my taste buds versus get in the way. You didn't oh, try I, an Oreo. I haven't with tried it. an Oreo yet, <laughs> <laughs> but I could be wrong. But that's what it feels like. It feels like my mouth is ready for tastes right now, and that's and it feels like the beer's open up. So what I actually think would be perfect for this. So I'm gonna give. I think I'm gonna give it a five out of six. Ooh, that's great okay. because it, I can't give it that six because, like you guys, I'm not gonna drink it often. I'm not yeah, gonna do that. Sure. But I thought the perfect place, sometimes you hear like about dessert beers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This feels like an aperitif, like an appetizer beer to me. Okay. Like I would love to start the meal off with this being my first drink uh-huh. right before you hit me with the first course. <laughs> Just get like yeah. a, a little snifter of Hellboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hellboy Liz Sherman beer. <laughs> see it on your menu but do you have, do you have the hellboy beer specifically the hellboy liz sherman beer oh, of course gigantic of course brewery. Uh, would you like the bottle <laughs> no yes a bottle for the table please. i mean i want to peel this label off and like frame it you know what i mean it's well, just neat. Um, yeah what'd you do with the other bottles the hellboy bottles? i have one for you, one for me, and the one that we told listeners that we'd mail them if they hit us up. You should guys get um, call up Gigantic and get them to like send you a bunch of beers. God, I, I mean, that would be amazing. I wish. Yeah. Have we like I mean, I have added them on Instagram? We, yeah, I follow I them. We have a connected. Where's Gigantic Portland? Portland. Oh, we got to connect there. But I like Who? that you said where's Gigantic Kristen? Portland. No, like, JP. there's a city named Gigantic. JP, yeah, he might know people. Yeah, there. that's what I'm saying. He's. Uh, I have a friend who is uh, works at. Uh, modern times beer here in LA and he loves gigantic. He's like, Oh, that's a great, I asked him about this one. Mm -hmm. Um, He's super busy, like working there all the time, but uh, I wish he would like come talk to us about it. But, Anywho's we will we'll get him yeah we're gonna try we get again. everybody we he's want he likes comics too right <laughs> I don't know if he's read Hellboy but yeah well um that's it yeah this has been a fun little conversation with our two great guests yeah I'm glad I got you guys for this one for this conversation <laughs> <laughs> how many more of these are there <laughs> uh, we have this is two out of six we got five more to do I mean, oh my four god four more cool. to do excuse me <laughs> four more to do <laughs> it's a hot day dude I'm drunk already on this like, oh I'm I'm, a I get tipsy off I mean this is a high content so yeah yeah we're all gonna take a nap after this I think so yeah, oh, yeah. it's, a, it's daytime time. and it's hot I'm oh, gonna yeah. turn off the recording we're all gonna nap together <laughs> But for our listeners, where else can they find if they want more from you two? Go ahead and plug for them, please. Oh, uh, you can see me uh, regularly at the UCB on Herald Night and also on Mod Night now. What are your team names called? Uh, oh, you want to know that? <laughs> if you want to uh, tell us. Yeah, if you, if you just go to it in general, and if I happen to be there, cool. And if I'm not, that's also cool. That's very... Um, <laughs> you're a theater man. Yeah. Uh, 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 you can see me with Cookie Berg on Herald Night or on uh, with Clapback on Mod Night. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I pop up on, like, college humor videos and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Google. You're on Instagram. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. What's your little Instagram handle? Andrew Stanton with With like three O's. With two O's. Two O's. All right. Andrew Andrew Stanton. (laughs) 
And Drew Stanton. Yeah. Yes. That's Easy. Right. You're right. You did it right. I never do it right. Uh, I have a podcast called Everything is Rent. It's about the musical Rent and almost nothing else. Um, it's real fun. And I'm. Uh, you can catch me at UCB on uh, Improv Team Cardinal Redbird, Tuesday nights at 11 o'clock um, at UCB Franklin or with um, Asian AF, the variety show, once a month. Um, or just, you know, just like hanging around, trying to be your friend. <laughs> she uh, means it. I mean it. Be my friend. She's always hanging around trying to be everybody's hey, friend. Hey, 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 you guys hanging out? You like friends? Uh, how weird. I like friends. I'm hanging around too. Well, I guess we're friends now. Let's get lunch. All right. Well, um, Sarah and Andrew just left for lunch. <laughs> uh, Liz, putting you on the, st- uh, not Liz. I keep calling you Liz when we record. Wow. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm a hellboy and that she's my lady. <laughs> <laughs> Big brother, little sister relationship. I guess. Uh, Kate, give our listeners a I'm quick... I'm lighting Dave on fire. <laughs> yeah. And I forgot I'm not really hellboy. Yeah, you know, I'm we, burning we, to we, a crisp. I mean, to be fair, people do know Dave as the hellboy of Los Feliz. Of podcast, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, that, kid, that guy? He's going to bring about the apocalypse there. <laughs> um, Get him out of here. Give them, uh, inspired by this beer, in the oh, moment, yeah. a hashtag right hand of draw for our listeners. It just makes me think of like burritos with molly sauce all over it. So BPRD eating burritos. BPRD oh, like. I love that. Yeah. Just eating Mexican food. Great. What's that look like? Show us, please. All right. Hellboy slash BPRD eating Mexican food <laughs> uh, for this uh, week's hashtag right hand of draw. We would love to hear from you. If you've tasted this beer, let us know at crap, a Hellboy podcast at gmail.com. You also can reach out to us on Instagram at Aw Crap, a Hellboy podcast. Twitter, Aw Crap, Hellboy. We love hearing from you. We can't wait to hear from you. And also, please go on to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast and rate and review us. If you're on Apple Podcasts and you give us a five-star rating that starts with a review with the word boom... We'll read your review right here and praise you on the show. Dude, isn't iTunes going away, though? That's on Apple Podcasts, not iTunes. Okay. But iTunes <laughs> is going away. Don't know what I'm going to do with all my music files. I, I mean, don't know either. It'll be replaced by something else. Yeah, it's right? sure it, it must. But it still freaks me out. I know, scary. They'll <laughs> just call it something else. It'll be the same thing. Yeah. You're right. True. But, you know, keep listening. We thank you. And remember. I love you. Hey, what's up, sinners all around the world? My name is Joe, and I am inviting you to join me every other Sunday on Choose Your Own Religion as I interview comedians, musicians, pastors, atheists, academics, other smart people about their take on God and spirituality. And uh, sometimes we even make up a religion. It's called Choose Your Own Religion, not take whatever one there is. So uh, check us out and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find podcasts. And until then, you're in my thoughts and prayers. That's Choose Your Own Religion on Campfire Media. Campfire.